Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, J.C. John Coleman. Yo, what is popping today? Well, obviously, if you're tuned in on YouTube right now, you see all the master swag sitting on the table. Because yesterday was Master Sunday. It was also Easter Sunday. It was also the day after my wife's birthday. Never it was it. also a day that I made breakfast for like 13 people. Mm-hmm. I crushed it. Good. Crushed it. We had eggs, bacon, sausage, biscuits, homemade fried potatoes. Not the shit you buy frozen. Mm. No, no, no. Real potatoes. Sounds like it takes a long time. It did. Yeah, you know, I did that after my seven-hour run. That was my Sunday, what John. What is wrong with you? That was my Sunday, but more importantly, this swag. Do you know how you get master swag? Yeah, you have to get invited to go. You have to actually go to the master. So let me give a big fat shout out to my friends over at ArchMI, the mortgage insurance company Arch, Chad Gomel and his team, Christy and Sharon and the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. I was one of nine lucky individuals that day. Now, Arch, I'm sure, does this the whole entire week of Mm -hmm. Masters Week, but I was one of nine lucky individuals where I was invited to be their guest. We got to go up to Augusta. We got to spend the night. We got to go to Wednesday. Now, Wednesday's a practice round, but it's also the par three competition. So we got to slide in. We got to do a little bit of watching the practice round. I was set up right there at Eamon's Corner, sitting on the 12th tee box. No, you weren't because no phones were allowed. And since you couldn't take pictures and post them, there's no proof to prove that you were really there. Well, guess what Arch MI gave me in my little swag bag? A disposable bag. camera? A disposable camera. Are you serious? Camera. Yes, sir. So fucking, my God. Hey, guess what? I got a picture of actually not the winner. I did not get a picture of John Rahm that I remember. I do have a picture of Brooks Kepka who... First place loser. Was second place. I almost said he blew the lead. He, he did blew shit lead. his pants. He blew the lead. It happens. It's the Masters. No, he doesn't. If he's, he's still one of the best golfers in, in the world. If he spent more time practicing his game and less time on that damn Netflix series, he probably would have won. See, I know nothing about the Netflix series. But nonetheless, I do have those pictures on the disposable camera. I just need to go find. A shitty Walgreens to get them developed? Yes. When was the last time you walked into a Walgreens, Dustin? Um, when I was going through my passport debacle. How bad was the experience, Dustin? It wasn't terrible. I did have to go back there twice, though. The first time, the guy did not take my passport photo correctly. So then the, I had to go back. And then the second time, the manager stepped up to the plate and took the photo Which correctly. would you rather, go back in Walgreens and shop for 30 minutes or take a spirit flight to Miami? I mean, they're both mm, better than walking into a Walmart. Facts. But I would say... Um, I would rather take the Spirit flight because at least I'm flying somewhere, although I have no desire to go to Miami. So am I just flying See, through Miami? Nope, just to Miami. No, probably not. Okay. Just okay, probably sure. not. I'd probably drive to Miami because at least then I can get some work no, done. No, that's a worse drive. To, how bad was that drive to Augusta? Don't lie. It was terrible. when The I drive to was amazing. John, someone like me, you know me now. This is three plus years. You, but I, I, I got calls so many calls the entire time. The whole entire time, back to back to back. To Most back to annoying back to back. part is when you go through like a dead area. Oh yeah. And that's when like you were on the call. I'm like, well, John, you can talk now. It's ter- well, when I went to Augusta way back in my day, did you park behind the Publix? 
I didn't have to park. I stayed at a house, and then they they bust us. Wow. I stayed at a house too before Airbnb was a thing. You used yes. to stay. People rent out their houses on Millionaire's Row. Yes. It was, it was look. It was phenomenal. I'll be honest with you. The, the Masters was great. What a great experience. I wish I could have gone back. It was one of those things like five hours wasn't enough. Uh, but, dude, here's what I loved about my experience. My experience was hanging out, yes, with Chad, and yes, meeting Sharon and meeting Christy. But then I got to hang out with Brian Clark with Guaranteed Rate. I got to hang out with Ted Ahern. I got, I'm sorry, Brian Clark's not with Guaranteed Rate. He's with Cross Country Mortgage. Mm-mm. Ted Ahern is with Guaranteed Rate. Right, Matt Patterson with Draper and Kramer Mortgage, Lance Lemoyne with, Damn. Um, yeah, with, with his bank, and then Jeff, John, and Danny, who were like these mega producers from Guaranteed Rate. It was the other guest that I was like, yes, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we say yes to these invites to go stay in a house with strangers because my strangers were cool as shit, top-notch mortgage professionals that I now know and I have a bond with. Right, so like. My experience with Brian, with Ted, with Matt, with Danny, with John, with Jeff, and with Lance was, and I know this is blasphemous to my, to my golf friends, it was better for me than going to the Masters. The Masters was the cherry and the sprinkles on top of the I don't Sunday. care what people say. Yes, it's beautiful when you get there. Yes, it looks manicured. But after walking all damn day, it's just a golf course. Don't at me. and by the way shout out to my partner in crime travis howard travis does what i do for waterstone he does on the west division Mm -hmm. right so he is west of the mississippi i'm east of the mississippi he has managing partners i have managing partners but we got to represent our mortgage company as guests of archmi along with these professionals from companies like cross country and guaranteed rate and Draper and Kramer in Evolve. Evolve is actually where Lance Damn, works. Yeah. Look at these show notes you're coming up with. I don't yeah. like the direction of this preparation you're doing. Yeah, you know what? I don't like the the, the, the direction of Mo- artificial intelligence and chat GPT. Literally, I don't like Please it. Please don't make me I talk about this don't, shit. Oh, we're talking about it today. We are talking about it because it needs to be talked about. This baby cannot go back in. I told, But I was the one who said it before you even started mentioning it. Before the South Park episode dropped, I was the one saying, we are at the precipice of the end of the world. Okay, you can't do it. It's kind of like when my wife wants to complain about our children, right? Like our son is 18 years of age. He's Take a him senior back. in high school. Take him back. He is six foot four, 205 pounds. I saved the receipt. And, and, and my wife's like, oh my gosh. What, what are we going to do? I can, say, I can always put him back. She goes, no, you're not. Mm-mm. He won't fit. I go, exactly. Mm-mm. We can't put him back. Mm-mm. And we Jeez. can't, we can't put chat GPT. We can't put artificial intelligence back. So we are going to have to just talk about it, embrace it, be okay with it. And being okay is also being okay with the unknown. You know what's not unknown, though? Uh, all the cool events that you're about to drop on us because we have to get all this stuff out the way before we get into today's topic. Damn, John. I'm on my You are today. all over it. Do you know this is the week that we get to go to the University of Central Florida and record two episodes? Can we go to a keg rager after? I'm sure there's something on campus that night. Possibly. I mean, it's after spring break. They're going into finals. I don't know if this is the time to do finals a kegger or not. but joke. Um, yeah, for you, they were, <laughs> yeah, for you, they were a joke. Hey. You too can enjoy six years of college. Hey, I did. I did after four, one year of prep school. Four on time, but I just had to go to summer school. Yeah, that's not a big deal. Summer school is actually the way to go. That's actually no, how that's I teach hack. going to college. That's the hack. The hack is go to summer school every single. Drop semester. all your prerequisites during freshman and sophomore year. Then in between in the summer, take it at a community college where the teacher doesn't care if you pass or fail, so it's an automatic A. 
Oh, no, that's not what I teach. Oh, my bad. Yeah, that's not. Oh. I, I, I just teach take 12 hours instead of 15 or 16 and then just take summer classes because what else are you going to do with your summer? Work. So you, I, well, I'm, I'm joking. Should, you should work. be working the whole time. All right, but what about okay. yeah, UCF? So, no, yeah, so we get to go to UCF. I'm super stoked about this because be we, cool. we're going to have an audience of college students. Oh, hecklers. So we're going to do one episode where I'm going to have a guest on, mm-hmm. right? And and this lady is doing some really cool things for short-term rentals. Like over in Daytona Beach, she has purchased a small, like old-school motel. Okay. And she is transitioning it into a really cool, swanky, like oh, Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm sure it'll still be a motel, but nothing like the mm-hmm. hourly rate with roaches underneath the bed that it used to be mm-hmm. and more into her leaning into her, her passion for short-term rentals. So she's going to come on as a guest and I've seen her speak on stage at a large real estate event here locally, reached out to her, introduced myself, was like, Hey, would you like to come, come on the show? She's like, I would love to, we couldn't do it until April timeframe. Cause I saw her speak like over a month ago. And I just said to her, Hey, by the way, I'm going to be doing something at University of Central Florida, would you love to, to actually record there with us? And she was like, hell to the yeah, because here's what I've learned by mentoring college students. They all are enamored by real estate investing and short-term rental, Airbnb, VRBO. They think they want to go that direction with a career. Cool. You know what? Let's bring them the topic. Let's talk about it with them in the audience. And then you and I are going to stick around and do a second episode that day. Oh, shit. I wish we were ready to go live. We're not ready to go live. We're probably still a month away from like from doing our first official live events. My goal was to do this next one live, but it's not going to happen. But I want to do like a viewer, listener, call-in style show. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do our first one, although recorded, with the college students. This is the College of Business at UCF being our audience and hopefully they ask us some really awesome questions is it a nice room i have no idea i looked at it, it said like 104 b building a and i'm like i have no idea i have is. no idea i know i was able to to get a parking pass for you a parking pass for me a parking pass for our guest yeah and i know we're going to show up we're going to get set up and we're going to give it our all mm-hmm. i just don't know where all is going to be that day it'll yep. be dope so that's exciting so for those people tuned in right now you're going to see these episodes drop over the next week or two we have our friend Brian Young with Home Lending Pal supposed to come back by. Yeah. It's been a minute or two since we first interviewed Brian, but Brian is a millennial entrepreneur, fintech company, raising yeah. millions of dollars, trying to change home ownership in America one borrower at a time with his company, Home Lending Pal. So Brian's going to come on and give us an update, answer some questions about being a fintech entrepreneur, raising money but more more specifically about his company and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Then we have our live sales seminars. These are loan officer specific mortgage sales professional symposiums. It is TLOP presents learn, earn and grow. The dates are April 25th in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. It is at the Doubletree Hotel. That's a Tuesday. Go to tloponline.com on the main page. You can actually click the link. You can register. If you register, please, you got to come. Show up. You got to show up because when you say yes, that means we have to say no to somebody else because the venue only holds so many people. Mm -hmm. So we as TLOP, B&JC, we are promoting the event, but our sponsors are promoting the event. Trident Title. Shout out Trident Title. Urban Young Insurance. Shout out Urban Young. 
Corey Johnson with Waterstone Mortgage. Shout out Waterstone. Yeah, our three sponsors, they're out filling the room. We're talking about it, and the room can only hold so many, right? It's at a hotel. Hotels do have capacity in terms of the ballroom space. We need to know how much coffee, how much donuts, how much juice and water to, yeah, to, yeah. to purchase. But if you would like to attend this event, it's a half day. It's free. Sales seminar. It said LO Mastermind. I'm speaking. We have Mike Smalley. He's a $90 million producing branch manager. He's speaking. No big deal. And we're going to have Brett Young, yeah. who is actually the owner of Urban Young Insurance, one of the fastest growing privately held independent insurance agencies in the state of Florida. He's speaking. He's awesome. He's like a, um, who's that dude with the big hands? Tony Robbins type speaker. I thought you were going to say yeah. Mo, Mo bon, Boban. Who? Boban, the basketball player. Boban, come on, man. Nope. Nope, that an alien right over my head. Jeez. Right over my head. So anyhow, we have that. And then let me just tease Jacksonville. I'm in talks. I'm in talks with my friends in Jacksonville. They want us to come up there and do an event. Right now we're looking at May the 23rd. Don't yet have a venue and haven't confirmed the date. But May the 23rd. We're going to try to um, bookend it. There's another event going on in Jacksonville that I'll be speaking, which is the Mortgage Bankers Association of Georgia is having their annual conference. And I'm going to be speaking at that conference more than likely. I have a call with the guy in two weeks to discuss details. So if I'm already going to be up there, it's like, well, hey, let's kill two birds with one Damn. stone. This one, check this out. We'll, we would be doing this more than likely with our buddy Steve Richmond. Shout out Steve Richmond. Yes. You don't need coffee when you hang out with Steve Richmond. No. Nope. Steve Richmond is an amazing public speaker. He's entertaining. He is motivating. He goes 100 miles an hour. He makes me look like I'm in slow motion. I wouldn't say all that. Yep. And then more than likely, if I can... If, if I can persuade him, I'll probably get Mike Smalley because to me, not only is he really good at teaching, he's really good at coaching. He's mm -hmm. one of the best mortgage professionals that I know. And because he is my business partner in the mortgage company, I kind of have him at my disposal as long as his schedule allows for it. Mm -hmm. So I can usually convince Mike to tag along, especially if it's only a day trip. So whew, chat GPT. No. By the way, chat GPT is the name of the product. It's not the name of the company. The company is OpenAI. I don't know if many people know that. And OpenAI is one of many companies, many, many, many companies who are actually creating products utilizing artificial intelligence. Okay, this is out. It is not going away. Therefore, it's time for all of us to open our earballs. Mm and understand it and start embracing it so that we're not left behind. Before we do that, I have a quick trivia because I did not know this, but we had family over for the holiday and my wife's birthday. We're sitting around talking about all this stuff. And by the way, my sister-in-law, my baby sister-in-law, the actual millennial, she was the one that was like, what are y'all talking about? We're like, what are you talking about? You don't know what chat GPT is, Mel? She goes, no. God. So then Ben steps up and Ben's like, we talked about uh, Ben hates eggs. Okay. My cousin, Ben, uh, Ben hates eggs. And on the spot, Ben asked chat GPT to write a poem Stop. about his dislike for eggs. And then on the spot, he read that poem back to my sister-in-law. Uh, she was like, oh my God, that sounds just like something you wrote, Ben. And we're like, duh, that that's so what this stuff God. does. Okay. But here's what I didn't know. So I had to go to the Google machine Even worse. because before we had ChatGPT developed by OpenAI or other 
forms of AI, we had the Google machine. Mm -hmm. And we still do, by the way. And I went to the Google machine. I'm like, hey, Google machine, what does GPT stand for? Because my sister-in-law didn't know what we were saying. She goes, wait a minute, spell that for me, chat what? And it stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Whoever's pulling the puppet strings has really leveled up their game. This is Skynet. You know me. I'm going to get on my soapbox. ChatGPT is artificial intelligence for people who don't have real intelligence, Dustin. That's the problem. Well, let's talk about that, John. Okay. Let's talk about should we be worried yes, about ChatGPT? Too late. Just like uh, it's the end. It's the end of everything, in okay. my opinion. Should we have been worried in 1993 mm -hmm. when the Today Show was doing a news clip on this thing called the World Wide Web in the internet? Can you believe you can send an email and I'll get it on my computer screen? Do you want to see something that's really funny and eye-opening? Oh, yeah, when you go back and watch that. Go clip. to YouTube, and when you're on YouTube, go to the, the Lonosha podcast and subscribe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. When you're done doing that, <laughs> yeah. then I want you to YouTube search. Yeah. Like, I think it was like Katie yeah, Couric. Today and it Show was, Internet. It was like Bryant Gumbel yeah. or one of the Gumbel yeah. brothers. Yeah. And they were literally talking about this thing called the Internet. Like, what is it? Yeah, what does what it do? What are they calling yes. it? What does it do? Okay. The purpose of today's episode is not to give you this formal, like, rundown of, oh, yeah, rundown yeah, 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 yeah. on AI or chat GPT. It is to open your eyes and your ears to what it is and why you need to just start playing with it, just start embracing it. Because to me, it is 1993, except for now it's 2023, 30 years later, and someone's trying to talk to you about the internet. What would that conversation have gone like? What if I told you, John, in 1993, Right, you were about eight years old back then. And in 1993, what if I said, hey, John, mm -hmm. in 30 years when you're a grown-ass adult and you own your own house, people are going to be able to carry computers in their pocket. Mm -hmm. And that computer that's in your pocket is also how you're going to pay your bills. It's also how you're going to purchase groceries. That computer in your pocket is going to allow you to Take it out of your pocket, mm -hmm. click two buttons, and you're going to see your friend all the way over in Tokyo and have a conversation with her. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. You would have been freaked the F out. I would have been like, no, this is episodes of Star Wars. Yes. You would have been like, this is impossible. Then you would have thought, oh, my God, this is going to put so many people out of work. <laughs> yeah, that's not. This is going to destroy our universe. Uh, um, You know what? It hasn't. Yeah. It hasn't. I was listening to a really awesome podcast on Saturday. Saturday was my big training day, right? So that was a 32-mile bike coupled by, hold on, a three-mile run afterwards. If you ever try to run after you've gone on a long bike ride, let me tell you something. You can't feel your legs. You don't know how fast or slow you're going. It can be a little dangerous. So what's not dangerous was me listening to the Ezra Klein show. Now, I like listening to Ezra Klein. He's a, I believe he's a New York Times um, contributor. He also has his own podcast. He's an investigative journalist, okay? And Ezra did a whole entire episode on this topic. And I like what he said when he, when he discussed ChatGPT. So, by the way, I'm dropping Ezra Klein's show because I think it's a good episode. And if you want something that's way better than what John and I are going to produce today, that's where you want to go next, in my opinion, mm -hmm. based on my experiences. Now, I'm sure there could be things even better out there. I've tried to listen to them. Right, like Barry Habib recently had somebody on um, who's like a mega producer in our industry, a who's who. And I listened to him, but it didn't really catch my attention. I preferred what I was able to listen to 
on the Ezra Klein show. But what's important in general is that you're figuring out what, what this is and you're adapting it. So back on Ezra that, that I liked about his particular show is everyone's freaked out. I'm freaked out. Like I'm truly freaked out and he helped calm my nerves because he gave me some analogies that worked for me. So let's start with the people who are freaked out and then we're gonna talk, start talking about the things that you need to do to get to know it and maybe just kind of leave the episode there. The reason why I should be less freaked out is A, there's nothing I can do about it. Right? There's nothing I can do about it. It's gonna be here whether I embrace it or I don't embrace it. Therefore, I might as well embrace it, right? I need to embrace it because if not, I'm gonna be left in the dark. If not, I'm not gonna be at a competitive advantage in life and in business. So I might as well start embracing it. Secondly, we're not worried right now that it's gonna put people out of work because we have things called compliance and regulation, right? Our country has done a phenomenal job through lobbying efforts of trade organizations and uh, acts of our legislature to properly control things that could be really bad, right? Black tar heroin, really bad. Therefore, it's not legally for sale. Example, there are many things that nurses and physician's assistants can do, but we don't let them do because we mandate a doctor does it. We currently have cars that can drive themselves. Arguably, we have cars that can drive themselves safer than humans. But until the car that can drive itself can drive itself with 99.999999% no fault or no accidents, yet humans are at 99.1%, we still don't let those self-driving cars drive. We hold a much higher standard, right? We could foresee the same exact thing. We should expect the same exact thing happening when it comes to artificial intelligence machine learning, things like chat GPT, right? That's what we, we should anticipate. We should expect just based on history, right? History doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. I think that's William Shakespeare, by the way. If it's not William Shakespeare, then I think it's, um, who's the guy that, uh, Mark Twain. I think it's Mark Twain, actually. Don't ask me about reading no books. I think it's Mark Twain. Yeah, I stand corrected. So we just need to understand that it's crazy. It's freaky. It's scary, but... So were so many other things like the internet, right? There, there are regulations in place, there are regulatory bodies in place. We should trust that they will continue to do what they've always done. But it is gonna change society. It's gonna change the world no different than the internet has. Yeah. Here's one last thing. I have not fact checked this, but I believe there are many studies I've heard through my various consumption of, of information recently that proves that in many aspects, we really haven't evolved positively or drastically since the advent of the internet. In fact, it's making us possibly dumber, a little bit dumber, a lot dumber. possibly a little bit lazier, it is late a little it. bit more complacent because we're getting distracted by the ease and the access to all of this how do your kids, consumptive information. How do your kids act when the internet goes out? No, they freak out. Exactly. But when I grew up in the internet, when I, I was just another, now it's time for me to go outside. Correct. There's been a paradigm shift. And in, in my opinion, uh, this chat GPT mess bullshit is like the straw that broke the camel's back. All the other inventions of technology were kind of getting us to that precipice. And this is what pushes us over the edge. Because I believe once you marry this with the advent uh, of the advancements in like robotics and you can marry 
intelligent, somewhat AI to a robot that looks and kind of speaks and moves, that's when it's like Skynet. That's when the Terminators become real life. Yep, and and we have to trust that with with the the right governing bodies and the the the, the right societal bumpers, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. that will be able to coexist Question with this technology and with this information. How do you see like mortgage professionals specifically like embracing ChatGPT? Is it to write an offer? I know realtors use it to do like a property description. How do you see it like impacting the mortgage space specifically? So let's talk about that in general. Like right off the Right at the get-go, there's a lot from a customer service standpoint that it's already being done with chatbots, right? Which is artificial intelligence, right? So you're already going to have that aspect. I know a guy who literally took his team, had somebody go into ChatGPT and upload all of the Fannie Mae guides, right? And I don't know if they dictated it, Mm -hmm. if they uploaded them. I'm not a tech guy, Mm -hmm. but they're all in there. So now they'll use their own version of ChatGPT to scour for program and product guides. Hmm. It's kind of like Fannie already has Ask Polly, right? But Ask Polly with some AI backing could make the ease of finding this information, mm-hmm. right? Just lightning quick. You know, people are going to use it to draft emails, to put together basic sales trainings. Like you can already go to ChatGPT and say, give me five rebuttals when someone says, my rate's too high. And then you could say, make those rebuttals more humorous, right? So you already can utilize this machine learning, artificial intelligence for your benefit. And that's what people are doing. I know a lady up in the panhandle of Florida who wants to teach realtors about chat GPT. Do you know where she went to put together a presentation? Chat GPT. She went to chat Come GPT. Come on, man. Hey, how savvy is that? I mean, sa- hey, and you- then and then you can utilize other artificial intelligence to make you the PowerPoint presentation, this is right? To, to create control, the graphic bro. or find the video. I- yeah, it still needs a human to direct it until it doesn't. Until it doesn't. Hey, and that's scary. That, but that's like, right? Oh my god, that's scary. But look, you're talking to a guy that just 20 years ago didn't have a pocket computer, right? Who couldn't pay for his meal from his watch. Today, I go to dinner and I scan my watch. I have a G-Shock with a dead battery. I don't know what time it is. Yeah, well, on this nice silver watch I usually wear on the show, I can't pay for crap. I got to wind that thing up. But on my Apple watch, I can, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it just, it is what it is. Unless you want to go live in a bunker, eating baked beans from 10 years ago. That should give you gas, but it'll fill you up. Yeah, and and, and maybe some of that uh, freeze-dried ice cream that they sell at NASA, which is really good, by the way. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to embrace it. So all I'm asking people to do is just know what it is. Know that it's out there and start getting on just to play around. Just to play around. Because it'll get better. The technology will Mm -hmm. get better. The usage will get better. We'll start to see some regulatory controls. That'll be well required. Like What I do like is some of the smartest of the smart who have been talking about this stuff for the past five or Mm ten years, they've raised their hand. They're like, hey, can we put a pause for like the next hundred days oh my God. until we can all come together as a community and put some guardrails around. They this. started the damn fire. Now they're like, hey, maybe we shouldn't spread this. Just like cats out of the box. I cannot believe the ignorance of mankind to think that this is like, oh, sure. I mean, look, I, I'm in your same boat, but I'm trying to embrace it, John. And I'm trying to encourage people through today's episode. You got to embrace it because you can't put it away. 
You my, cannot my put My 90 away. year old neighbor across the street, God bless his heart, Dell Bunker, 92 year old war veteran, doesn't have the internet, doesn't want the internet, and I'm gonna be, I'm him now. At 38 years old, I've become my 92 year old That's neighbor. That's not gonna work for you. You might as well be, I, do you have his life expectancy? Because I put his life expectancy <laughs> between nine months I don't know. and nine years. He, he's a tank, he's, okay. one of, he's a tank. I'll give it to him 112. Okay, cool. But that's still for him only like thirteen years. I know. No, you can't look at your quick years. math. Yeah, quick math. Nineteen years. I just it it is a I to my Surgeon General's warning. Once people use this, they won't stop. Once you download the app once and you try it once, once it won't be the only time you use it. I mean, you're talking about search engines now. You go to Bing. Bing, Watch. the search engine, is now powered yeah. by ChatGPT. Don't GPT. nobody know about ChatGPT. Google's going to have right. their own type of AI powered search engine. It's just gonna become the norm. norm. I was playing around. We talked about me writing a book. I was, and I was playing around on ChatGPT. I was like, oh, I wonder if I said, <laughs> write a book, no, write a chapter of a book mm -hmm. called this, yeah. whose theme is this, make it 500 words and make it humorous. I have good news for you and good news for me. It wasn't that good. The good news for you, it wasn't that good. The good news for me, is I was able to to get 500 words, look at it, and be like, you know what? I could probably use 150 of those 500. There's a couple sentences, a couple phrases, mm -hmm. even the structure that helped me as a want-to-be writer. Mm -hmm. I still have to take my my ideas, my stories, because what's going to make my book so good is the stories I tell. Because these are real-life events that happen with real people, and I'm going to use those stories as a way to make a point, tell a story, Kind of like Aesop and his fables, but mine are coming from a place of like based on real life events. Mm -hmm. So the good news is I couldn't write a good book, but I could write a book. If all I cared about was writing a book, I could. That lady up in the panhandle of Florida, shout out to Sue. Yeah, she's going to go and tell ChatGPT to write her a 45-minute training on how to use ChatGPT <laughs> in real estate and then go teach it and then tell everyone, do you know how I did this training? Through ChatGPT. So maybe ChatGPT will help them write better descriptions for their listings that are in the MLS. Maybe it'll help people write better ad copy. Some people are great writers. Some people are super creative. Some people suck at it. Well, if you're great, maybe you may look at what you do and be like, hey, I'm worth double what I used to be worth because now everyone's either going ChatGPT or they're going to me. And I'm that much better. Right? Other people are like, look, I can't afford the expert, and I suck at writing myself, this is the happy medium. God damn it. Yeah. I mean, writing instructions. How about this? What if you're an older person? What if you're your 92-year-old neighbor and you're lonely? What if ChatGPT could end up being your companion that you can talk to and talks back to you? Sounds like an episode of Skinamax. Remember that back in the day? Skinamax After Dark? Uh, yeah, I yeah do. you do. Yeah, you have yes, to figure, yeah, I do. Yeah, that's exactly. What yes, <laughs> I do. I was thinking of her. Do I even want to like uh, admit, admit that I know what no, that is? So old kids don't even know what that shit is. No, kids have never had to like read between the squiggly lines to see if kids. they could see some. Skin. So what happens when Jackson is in his sophomore year and every kid is like, just write me this paper, just do? They're it. already doing it now. But you know what they're already doing now, John? They're already buying that paper on the internet. Or when I was in college. Never going to admit doing this, but maybe I didn't show up to class for a couple weeks. Maybe I learned that there was an exam coming up. Maybe I went to the bookstore who right adjacent to the bookstore was this other store that would sell you the notes for $30. I could have bought three weeks worth of notes. It sounded savvy to me because you know what? You still had to read the notes. I still had to read the notes. I still had to study for the test. Exactly. 
guess. But, but I mean, it, it's all around us. It's just, this is the new age. So y'all, I just want you to know what yeah, it is. Know what it is. I want you to know what it is. You can't put it away. It, it makes zero sense to turn a blind eye to it. As I am. It will change, but it will not rip the Band-Aid off change. It will not chop off your right arm change. It's going to enhance in some aspects. It may make us dumber in other aspects. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it'll create new jobs. It'll also take some jobs away. Like, that's just evolution in general. I mean, go back to the cotton gin. The cotton gin took some jobs away and added many others, right? So I think that's just part of advancement. Um, And then I'll I'll say, uh, this is my world according to me. By the way, ain't nobody an expert in this shit. At least the people who are making all all the reels and the TikToks and YouTube videos. Very few people are. We're all trying to figure it out. Right, I'm not sitting on this show today trying to make it sound like I'm some kind of an expert. All I'm trying to say is, look, at a minimum, get yourself an account and start playing around with it. At a minimum, open your earballs. Be aware of it. Be cognizant and start embracing it. Right? You don't need to be an expert overnight. You don't need to incorporate it in your business overnight. But if you can start dabbling today, right? think about getting that AOL account and dabbling in what a chat room was. So now all of a sudden your entire world is run through a computer and the internet. It may take that type of evolution, right? Or growth, but let's be one of the first adopters, not one of the last, right? Let's be one of those that doesn't put their head in the sand. Let's keep our eyes open, our our ears open, our head on a swivel, because we don't know where where it's gonna come and attack us and be aware of it, but also understand that very few people actually know what it is. And someone who tries to tell you that they're an expert, I don't know if anyone's an expert just now. How's that for final thoughts? I'm just, I'm just disappointed in the direction of society. Yeah, I can't do anything about it, John. I'm right? trying to remove myself every day. Yeah, I won't b- let you. Before become more recluse, I more won't let off you. the grid. Yeah, that doesn't work for a show hey, like Chat this. Hey, ChatGPT, what should we title this episode? And then you're going to be like, you know what? That's a good idea. Let me go, oh, wow, that's that really hit. Let's. And then that's how it begins. And that's how it begins. But this is how it ends. <laughs> this is how today's yeah, show how ends. ends. Um, we're not here to, to, to do anything besides ask you to open your eyeballs, open your ears, be aware of it, keep your head on a swivel, don't put your head in the sand, continue to embrace it, and keep tuning in to t Yeah, what the hell? This is only beginning, keep according to Dio. Keep tuning to T-Lop. Check out our website, tloponline.com, chock full of resources specifically right now for mortgage loan originators in the future we're going to be hosting information there for real estate investors home buyers real estate agents you know what's the best thing it was all written produced and posted by a human yes and that's going to be the new tagline i called it made by a human just like made in the u.s or made in china it's going to be like this was made by a human (sighs) stupid hey that's all the time we have for you today please continue to share us like us give us a five-star review subscribe sub 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 and if there's a particular episode you want to hear again hear more of or hear for the first time just let us know hit me up on linkedin hit us up on instagram or go on the website and send jc an email his name is john coleman my name is dustin owen you have tuned in to the loan officer podcast that is all the time we have for you today but we look forward to catching you on the next episode goodbye